This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. up, everybody? My name is James D. Shorey, and this is Black Bolt. Um, I have a doubleheader today. That's right. And both of these shows were scheduled within the last 18 hours, and I am proud of that. Want to know why? Because I have been slacking when it comes to my show lately. In that, I have been on the road over the last two months for probably about a month in total here and there. I've been to Chicago, Milwaukee, New York, London. Um, where else have I been? Uh, the drives in between. By the way, the drive from Chicago to Milwaukee, it's like a fucking car and truck graveyard on both sides of the highway. It is just like automobiles waiting to be either bought or destroyed as far as the eye can see. It is crazy. But you know what else is kind of cool? And I didn't realize this. Milwaukee. Milwaukee's dope. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Milwaukee. It's charming. It's rustic. It doesn't just smell like beer everywhere. And one of the greatest restaurants I've ever been to, ever in my life, is a place called Carnivore. So if you're ever, and so if you're not a vegetarian, start off by saying that, or even if you are, they probably have some delightful uh, non-carnivoric meals. That's probably not a word. Um, but Carnivore is an amazing restaurant. I wasn't paying the bill, thank God, because my portion of the bill came to $875. So this is not what you want to do um, unless someone else is paying and they're like, you can order anything you want. And by the way, their bills, the two people that I was with, $1,200 and $1,000 respectively. So I came underneath, which I think is good etiquette. But as a parent, I don't know if I want my kid doing that. So that's why today's guest is so fitting. His name is Joe Williamson, a.k.a. That Nerd Dad. Joe, how are you, buddy? Hi. Hi. (laughs) What the hell did you buy for $800? I bought shrimp scampi and a bone-in ribeye dry-aged steak. And I allowed myself the, um, the luxury of having a glass of wine. I, I, I don't drink anymore. I'm not, but I'm not one of those AA people who, if I have one drink, that's it. My streak is over. Oh my God. My coin doesn't mean anything. I'm going to go fucking crazy. I don't do that. Um, I, you know, it's been three and a half ish years or something like that since I've been drunk. However, I did get a little, I don't know if you saw last casual Friday. I did not. Okay. <laughs> um, last casual Friday, 
so so i'm one of these guys that now like i'll i'll, I'll buy a six pack of corona and it will last me like three weeks or even a month like i'll have like a beer every four days or some shit like that right mm-hmm. and i had two coronas before the podcast a very moderate and for james manageable piece of edibles right okay <laughs> and because i thought the show was only going to go an hour i had uh i also took some melatonin i just i that's my party my party mixture used to be cocaine ecstasy and vodka and now my party salad is like two coronas <laughs> a little piece of edible and melatonin and then when the show went two hours wh- wow what you saw for the second half of casual friday reminded me of like slurry voice drunk ass off of his kilter james and it was hilarious i was doing things joe that was like i was shouting things like i fucking hate white women <laughs> like my mom is white i don't hate white women i just said that right like it was it was like i almost took it down and then i was like ah oh, fuck it you know like what what are you gonna do you've come to confessions with james <laughs> I, used, I used to lie about confession when I was in, when I was going. Oh, to who conf- didn't? We all did. No, but then I'd go back the next week and I'd be like, or what, the next month or whatever it was, and be like, "Bless me, Father, for I've sinned." It's been one month since my last confession, and these are my sins. And he's like, "Motherfucker, I, I heard I, you last week." <laughs> no, but I was like, I swore, um, you know, I, I disobeyed my mom. Oh, the last time I was in this booth talking to you, all those sins. Yeah, none of that happened. So I lied to you. <laughs> Jesus is representative here on earth, <laughs> but. Hey, that's what confession's for, right? You try to find... I just wanted to see if I could find the uh, paradoxical confession to see if Jesus actually wouldn't forgive me for something. I think he forgave me. I think I I'm think good. He, uh, my understanding is he's very forgiving. Yeah, me too. As long as you worship him forever in a celestial North Korea when your life is done here on Earth. Yeah. I mean, there's a big asterisk associated with that. <laughs> big, ask. big ask. Big That's right. I'll forgive you. <laughs> But he's the mob. It's going to cost you something. <laughs> I, I, I want to tell you something. I, I am very proud of you. I am you super are. Pr- for two reasons. One, I don't know many people that could make a clearly um, Spadina Street dressing wall work for them as a backdrop. I don't know how you do it, but you, you managed it. Maybe it's the masculine colors. I don't know what it is, but I Black find that gold, to baby. be... I find, I find it original. It's it's almost a little pimp. It's like pimp chic. Okay. It's it's great. Um. So well done with that. And because of this, you sir, are now a network television pundit. Uh. You 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 made an appearance on CTV's The Debate. I think it's called, yep. where you squared off against Anne Rice. Just kidding. She looks a little like Anne Rice. <laughs> Anne Rice is dead. Sorry about that. Uh, miss, I'm not sure what your name is, but um, or or uh, a a more progressive Roseanne Barr, right? Okay. That could work, right? Sure. Anyways, and you debated um, several subjects. Uh, one of which is near and dear to my heart, uh, which is movie theater etiquette. Um, but I want to know first of all, congratulations on that. Thanks. How did they find you? Um, and how did it how did it make you feel? Like, let me, you've been on this crier ride with us for. I don't know, a year and a half, two years, whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. And now you're doing national television spots uh, as a pundit for, for a big broadcaster. Um, 
besides the fact that I hate mainstream media outlets, <laughs> sorry, I'm just kidding, uh, except for CTV. Um, no, but but how, how did it come about and how did it make you feel? And, uh, you know, tell me about it. Sure. So um, I was, uh, they emailed me, honestly, long story short, they, they emailed me mm-hmm. um, and it was like, hey, we have this new show on CTV called The Debate and we think you'd make a great panelist. And at my first thought was this is fishing. So like I took the producer's name, I put her into Google. I wanted to see if it was legit. It all seemed on the up and up. Um, so then I responded back. Yeah, I'd love to. I had a couple of questions about um, how early in the day we get the debate topics because I didn't want to make an ass out of myself. Um, and honestly, I was I was nervous. Um, it's one thing to be in this kind of non-mainstream media world. Yeah. But it's another thing. Um, still, it still has that cachet amongst family and friends, especially it has that cachet. Um, and then I did ask, I said, I know this might be a little bit of out of the ordinary, but how did you find me? Oh. <laughs> and, and they said, we were looking for podcasters and we came across your Twitter and, uh, and we think you'd be a good fit. I was like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, you are a good fit. They And I'm not saying this in, in a disparaging way at all. In fact, if I am, it's disparaging against myself. They would never ask me to do this. <laughs> Like not in a million, they would be like, "Oh, let's see what Casual Friday is all about," and they'd be like, "No, <laughs> that guy is not coming onto our network ever." The first three minutes of their show was about how intoxicated you were and how intoxicated you used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I could go on if they wanted to know about what it's like to do shrooms on a podcast. You know, I could tell them about the time you and I were on a podcast. <laughs> you used to scare the hell out of me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have no memory of this. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a. It was, it was a long time ago. Was it um, on Dean's show or my show? It was on Dean's show, and uh, I think that guy Dwayne from the uh, the hockey one of the hockey podcasts was on. Okay, and I I was I was out of my element. I was still green too. I hadn't really kind of found my voice. I wasn't confident, uh, and I was just steamrolled during that that conversation. Sorry, but not in a bad way. <laughs> not in a bad way. It's just I was like I couldn't I couldn't hold my own against you, Dean and Dwayne. And I just, uh, I think I ended up just kind of watching, but I was there on the screen the whole time. You know what? You did the smart thing then because I should have just done a lot of watching back then. There, there was like, there were shows where I was just like, like, like my mission almost sometimes was just like, how am I going to fuck this person up? How am I going to like, how am I going to put this guy in his place? Like I, I had a weird, like combative um, podcast career when I first started out I, and it was, uh, it was fueled by a bunch of stuff that was happening in my personal life. And then Lachlan and I would butt heads, you know, and then all this kind of stuff. And then, uh, and then I learned something, uh, which I'm not practicing on this podcast right now, which is to talk as little as possible and let your guests talk as much as, as they can. And that's really that all my best shows. I talk like 20% of the time. So unfortunately I'm, this I, won't be one of the best shows. Well, no, I'm, I'm the same way, right? Like I, yeah. the reason why my, my show has evolved into, an interview show is mm. that's where I'm most comfortable. The where yeah. I'm most comfortable is asking questions, asking follow up, and trying to get more out of the individual in a given minute. And I, I try to keep mine 20, 30 minutes. So I, I try to make my best, uh, make use out of those uh, 20, 30 minutes. But I'm the same way. I like to hang back and listen. I don't. I have to force myself. That's the point. <laughs> I have a show coming out. What day is today? Thursday? Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna release it tomorrow. I wanted to do a solo show, just kind of update 
the my my audience if you will it sounds so pretentious to say that i want to update my audience as to things that have been going on in my life yeah. um but you i know, want for to me it's just about yeah no, yeah exactly but i didn't want to do a solo show um so i used um some ai and i have an ai computer asking me questions and uh i'm releasing that tomorrow i'm interviewing myself essentially tomorrow wow because it's my show i can do whatever i want <laughs> When you interview yourself, would you do things like, like that would be weird? Oh, I lob, I get myself lob balls. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go hard on myself. No, <laughs> no, but, but I have the you, computer do like the introduction. But I can you do it in do a way, outro. can you do it in a way that's like this? Where you're like, oh, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even, even know which one, one to get, get rid of. Here, I'll get rid of this guy. <laughs> Fuck this guy. This guy dies. Um, okay, two James, one Joe. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, now I got to get rid of it for real. Hold on, hold on. That's fine. Hold on. Remove Staying guest in the background, and then now you got rid of yourself. Now I'm back. Okay. Okay, we're good. Um, that would be really kind of cool though if you could like AI your own image to ask you questions to yourself, and then it's like the AI you talking to the real you. I'm and then sure I would just want to blow my head off. To be honest with you. I don't know. I'm sure it's getting there. This is more of a lighthearted attempt at it. We talked about AI actually um, on have. your show the last time that was on your show. And I I, I, I kind of, I, I skimmed over that interview yesterday and uh, and I was like, and it's been a couple months, I think, since that appearance. And, and ever since then, I, I've been a little bit bothered by uh, people's acceptance of AI in art. I, I don't, it's going to kill it. It's going to kill it. It really is. You know what I saw? Um, I think it was Matt Cunthill. I think I saw it on his mm. Instagram or something. Um, he had, he posted something that said something essentially remember AI is taking kind of the consensus of the internet, the average of the internet, the average mm. of the internet is pretty bad. <laughs> like it's not, not yeah. great when you start to pull it all together. So whatever you get, you're going to need to, if, if you're using it to write, you're going to want to tweak it. If you're using it to create art, you're probably going to want to find two. If you're using it for Photoshop, you're going to have to have some human element to it. It's not there yet because the source material is not that great. You still are going to need talented individuals to elevate it or take it to that next level. Yeah, That's because, what I think the opportunity is going to be. Because humans can't fake good art. Except no. for except for um, uh, modern artists that do red dot on white canvas. Those people. They, they fake. They fake art. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, that's the Japanese flag. What are you talking about? I'm not a racist. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. you know, like someone takes a spring and covers it with glue and then smashes it to a canvas and then throws like paint on it and they're like, Two hundred thousand dollars, like like those people, AI could probably do that shit, but they they can't because the source material for good art is a human existence. It's not. It's not in the computer yet. It's not I there. I don't want it to be. <laughs> I really don't. We're not there yet, James. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't be sorry. I don't ever want to be there. <laughs> I, listen. I, I, am a YouTube guy. I admit it. Like when I have, when I just want to decompress, I'll go to YouTube and, and I'll, and you know, the algorithm knows that I want to watch like 
you know, spy documentaries or hip hop videos, or for some reason I watch a lot of like, who's the goat, LeBron or Michael? I don't know why I do that. It's <laughs> LeBron. That shit. Go ahead. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's LeBron. Okay. Sorry, but we have to have this conversation. <laughs> Is that, were you just saying that? Do you know? I, well, like, here's, here's my logic behind it. Okay, hold on. In a let game me, of one on one. Yeah, let's do this like this. Okay, oh, go ahead. Oh, God. You're gonna, I, all right, fuck it. I'll deal with the haters. Haters. Um, <laughs> in a game of one on one, you're taking LeBron James. LeBron James is like 6'8, 260 pounds. He could be a linebacker. With all due respect to Michael Jordan's talent, that guy that size just doesn't exist. Okay, the reason why that's false. Is because LeBron James is six foot eight. He's built like a linebacker, and we've watched him like uh, you know sky to the rim. We've watched him powerhouses way past people. One on one, you get like two dribbles. You're not running full tilt. You have to make moves. You got to do all that kind of stuff. Um, so I actually think that 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 the size and the speed argument doesn't work on a one on one context. Now, is he more powerful? Yeah. Is he more clutch? No. Um, is he better in the playoffs? No. Um, did he play? Does he play in an era? Dude, I feel like it isn't fair because I've watched hours and hours and hours of videos LeBron of people analyzing this. Super teams. I, what's that? LeBron has played against the era of super teams. He's been on super teams. He. Ha- <laughs> you don't think Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman would have been... That's a big three in today's modern era. Yeah. It, I mean, that, that's it's, it's so different than it's actually probably I will say Pippen, Rodman and uh, 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 Jordan are worse than a big three of Dwayne Wade, LeBron James and Chris Bosh. I would say the super team in that area is Jordan's super team. Well, maybe. Um, but but Jordan's six and oh in the playoffs or in the finals. Uh, that that kind of. That kind of record is is ridiculous. Also, that was the hand check era. That was the, I'm going to foul you so hard, your girlfriend is going to say she has a headache because of how hard I foul you. If Jordan was playing in today's league, he'd score like 40 points a game. He really would. I, I think the size of LeBron means he could play in that era as well. He could probably play in that era, but he would be like, He'd be down to earth. He'd be twenty five points a game He'd because be all down the, to earth. All the hand you checking. yourself, dude. All the hand. Did you watch basketball in the nineties? Wait, you were like six in the nineties, right? Yes, like, I was the only white kid who, like, all my friends were like, "We're gonna watch hockey." I'm like, "I'm gonna watch basketball." I was the guy, yeah, getting his ass pounded. Well, hey, that didn't sound right. I was getting beat down while I was playing basketball, and all my friends were playing hockey. Listen, I get it. it. It is a fun argument to have because okay. I hear what you're saying. Um, at the end of the day, uh, it, it's it's really kind of a, in a way, it's kind of a silly debate. Uh, I enjoy listening to it because it's usually like NBA players. Was that product placement? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I can't. I don't have my mug. Pretend there's a mug in my hand. Um, but I like watching NBA players talk about this kind of shit. Mm. You know, I like watching uh, Ke- Kevin Durant. You know, he's just like he's a he's a Modern day player. He's like Jordan would score 45 points a game if he was in this league right now. He's the GOAT. He's better than anyone. And it's just Paul like George has a good podcast. What's that? 
Paul George has a good podcast. I've never watched it. It's good. Paul yeah. George and uh, JJ Redick. If you like basketball oh, wow. talk, yeah, those are good. They're they're good. They're entertaining. They're good basketball talk. That's good. Um, okay, so are you going back to CTV? Is this a regular thing for you? I don't know. I mean, look, I did the cursory. Um, hey, I appreciated your time. Thanks for having me on. I, you know, I gave him a, a cursory email because um, yeah. I did quite enjoy myself. I got to. By the everyone. way, if anyone wants to watch it, I'm, I'm, not that we have many people in the chat today, but I am going to put it in the chat. Well, I had it open. Whatever. But um, I sent them that cursory email um, and mm-hmm. uh, they said, hey, we had a good time. We'll, you know, we'd love to have you back on in the future. We'll be in touch now. We'll be in touch could be their cursory way of saying, don't call me. <laughs> I'll call you. But we'll see. I thought I did well. Um, I thought my appearance went uh, Dude, as well you... as I was going to get for a first time on network television. So you nailed it. I am not oh, kidding. You. you nailed it. You you were able to like. Yeah, I just put uh, guys go visit that link to watch uh, to watch our, our new resident big shot um, debate uh, Roseanne Barr slash Anne Rice on uh, on CTV. Today. <laughs> I'm sorry, come on. It's him, not me. It's it's, it's him, no, it me. is not me or or you. It is the fact that this woman looks like a cross. Like it looks like Anne Rice and Roseanne Barr had a baby. I'm sorry, she but it was does. a joy to deal with, especially because she really um, was nice. We had very different opinions on many things. Um, but it was it was a it was a nice debate. You it debated, wasn't that agreeable. You debate. Was, was my favorite part was um, was uh, so I don't want to spoiler alert. Um, first of all, it's forty minutes long and there's sixteen ads. Just to, <laughs> just so everyone understands the difference between network media. money, baby. Yeah, that's right. How much did you get paid? Uh, I got paid <laughs> in uh, exposure. <laughs> Which is so funny because you made that point. Exactly. <laughs> on the thing. Because, okay, so you started off debating about how, um, whether or not it was good for the police to like post stuff on Twitter about a woman who got caught shoplifting. She, they didn't post her name or her picture, but they posted uh, yeah. a, like a shaming tactic. And you were like, it harkened back to when um, people used to put photos of, of people who passed bad checks or whatever at mom and pop stores. Yep. And then when you when you talked to when you debated the last subject, which was about movie theater etiquette and how people that the other lady was like, oh, people chew loud. And then it was all about cell phones and stuff. And you were like, maybe they should just put people's pictures in the front of the theater and uh, <laughs> to shame them into behaving properly. And I was like, dude, you vignade a network TV debate show. Well, fucking done. It was well done. Uh, look, those commercial breaks, the wheels get turning and you know. You know and yeah. like more than once, I was like, okay, here's my joke. Here's my chance to get this joke in. And then you just wait to see if it actually, because you don't want to force it in. You don't want to shoehorn it in. Um, but you sit there and wait and see if it arises. And I got, I was able to get that one in. Yeah, it was, I was really impressed. Um, I did watch the whole thing. I didn't just pretend I did. I watched the whole thing. I got to admit, it's a 40 minute thing. It took me about six hours because of the ads, but I still, <laughs> I managed to get through it. Well, they're still doing Thank the, you for that, James. They're still doing the shit that CTV or that CBC used to do like 15 years ago, which is three ads at the beginning, three or four ads, three or four times. And you're just like, oh, my God, this is why I'm on the Internet. <laughs> I don't want to watch these commercials. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to try to make you badmouth CTV. Don't worry. CTV. Love CTV. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> Um, so what do you got going on this week? You have you have a couple shows coming up. You have a show where you're interviewing yourself. Yeah, I, I did that. Uh, that I'm going to put that up tomorrow. Uh, I interviewed. Uh, she goes by that mom though. Um, 
which is funny. You got the two that's. Uh, but uh, CJ, she's uh, a mom on Twitter. We talked parenting. We did that yesterday. That one's up now. So if you're interested, that's up now. Um, and I will say there was a bump from the CTV appearance. Um, oh, was there? There was. There definitely was. I mean, this is kind of you know inside baseball talk to, for podcast listeners. But I charted early last week um, mm. or whatever it was. And typically what happens is you just kind of fall down the charts throughout the week. Yeah. Um, but I noticed that after my appearance, the number went back up oh, and really? like, it never does that. It never goes back up. It always just falls until it's off the chart. This was one of those instances where it actually got a bit of a boost and then it continued its free fall again. But, uh, it I don't look, I don't look at the charts anymore. I used to look at it like obsessively because I was like top. I was, I think my highest was like eight, eight. Wow. And then, uh, and then I usually lingered anywhere between 25 and like 40. And that yeah. was really where I was for like, I don't know, a year. And then when I took my hiatus, because I ate all the Adderall, I noticed <laughs> that I wasn't even charting. <laughs> you know, you'd think something like eating all the Adderall would give me a bump. What is this fucking, they used to say bad press is good press. No, not for James. He wasn't, right? So, um, or maybe that's just no press. <laughs> <laughs> I had no press but uh and now i don't look anymore and so now because i was just traveling so i know i'm like 200 or something like that i i don't even want to look and then when i start I, now that i'm not going to be traveling for another six weeks or something i'm going to put in as many shows as i can i'll be back up to like number 30 or something and then i won't look at it again because i'll be traveling and i won't want to you know i think my highest has been i peaked at like 86 in parenting for canada um mm. so you know that just gives me the chance to say I'm a top 100 parenting podcast in Canada. Does it yeah. mean much? It's it just it's a nice tagline um, to help promote it. It's a small show still. It's look at this beautiful backdrop. I am not on a big budget here. I'm just expecting a, a geisha to appear a from the left microphone. hand side of the screen any moment now. Free yep. microphone, knockoff i uh, iPhone earbuds. I am not working on a big budget. I paid for this mu- this thing myself. Uh, <laughs> so I just glued it on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Sprite sticker. bottle. <laughs> so uh, being able to say top one hundred parenting podcast in Canada just gives me the chance to say that. That's all it does. Well, we're proud of you, dude. We're proud of oh, you. Thanks, like man. you're you're you know you're you're salt of the earth. Nice. Like you're you're you're. We are not the same people. But I love you very much uh, because I can tell you're a better human being than I am. Oh, shut up. I love you too, buddy. It makes me feel good. Um, So you can come back anytime. Uh, Congratulations again. I think that's great. I hope they have you on. Yeah, um, me too. Again, because I thought you and Anne Rice did a kick-ass job. So um, Yeah, me and Anne Rice like this. Yeah, totally. Sometimes her, her, her career, it can suck sometimes. That's right. I don't get that joke. Someone smarter than me gets that joke. She writes about vampires, dude. suck blood vampires. like i get it now well you didn't make the face like you got it now you're supposed to go like this oh but you're just it's going like funnier this. this way <laughs> yeah for you <laughs> <laughs> the old reversal better not do that on ctv buddy <laughs> i'm just yeah. trying to upstage the host i want them to be like that guy should be the host of this thing <laughs> <laughs> ask them if i can come on and then see if you get fired just for asking if i can come on <laughs> i literally i reached out to um brittle star who is kind of a friend of mine, I guess now. Um, yeah. And I was like, cause I know he'd been on the debate and I was like, was it you? And he's like, no, I didn't, I didn't give me your name. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I felt better after that, to be honest. Really? You felt better? I was like, no, oh, I would, I, I would never do that Joe. I was like, oh, I did this shit on my own. It wasn't like, oh, Brittle started putting a word for me. I was like, oh, I did this on my own. So 
Lizzie, do you want to say hi? Come here, baby. Oh, see, I I have a parenting expert. They're they're gonna give me some advice on how to deal with what now? What is it? So uh, that nerd dad, I have a parenting yes. question. Um, my daughter is sitting here. And so Casper, my son, mm-hmm. took her wand, which mm-hmm. belongs to her, wouldn't give it back, and then it broke. Oh. So as, the, as a top parenting podcast host in this country, can you please tell me what I should do to solve this problem for my daughter Elizabeth? Well, first thing I would say is, did we use our words to tell him to give it back? Did you ask him to give it back? No. We have to use our words. So are you blaming her for him destroying her? Pro- you know what, Lizzie? No. He's 86. He's 86. When he's top 20, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> no. I would talk about, did you use your words? And then I'd go beat the kid with it. That's all yeah. I do. <laughs> did the wand break after he busted it off your head? Yeah. Okay. Well, he used some sort of What word. did you do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what did you do to deserve it? That's all right. Joe Williamson, that nerd dad. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate your time. Of course, man. Anytime. Thank you, buddy. All right, buddy. I am on air again in one hour and 24 minutes, which means that this outro is going to end now. And we'll see you next time on Black Ball. Black I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we we the perfect perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on the Dean Blundell Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because democracy is something you do. I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.